Set a spark to your integrated business and marketing strategies with America's top entrepreneurs and business leaders here at Integrate and Ignite with your host, Lori Jones. Welcome to the Integrate and Ignite podcast. With nearly a decade in digital marketing, Brittany Breesman has managed digital platforms across event management, travel, and the retail sectors. Brittany brings a diverse background to her current role as Senior Digital Marketing Manager at Guyam and SPRI Brands where she focuses on marketing, customer retention, and acquisition in both the B2B and direct consumer spaces. Brittany taps into her experience across distinct industries to blend customer engagement, loyalty, unique promotions, and partnership opportunities to support revenue-driving initiatives. Welcome to Integrate and Ignite, Brittany. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Well, I tell you, I'm excited to chat today. I I always am uh, with the incredible people that we bring on the show. Tell us a little bit more about your journey and and really who uh, Guyam is as a brand. Sure. So a little bit with how I got to where I am today. I was lucky enough in my early days and right out of college to work at a scrappy little startup, which was an amazing experience. When you work on small teams, you really get to try a lot of different things. And it's a lot of baptism by fire, if you will. Um, (laughs) And kind of made my way to Frontier where I managed our social media strategy. Uh, And it was a really interesting time to be there. I was there during an acquisition and our transition from a traditional airline model to an ultra low cost carrier, which isn't as common here in the United States. So we had a big barrier to kind of educate our customers on what that experience is going to look like for them. So I had a lot of unique opportunities to kind of dive into what our customers are looking for and what they needed and how do we share that new model with them in a way that shows the benefits. Um, So that was a really amazing experience. And then I've been at Gaia for a little over four years now where we have a real focus on wellness and fitness products. So how does that apply to people's lives outside of just the gym and the yoga store? Studio. So we have, you know, a really great set of customers that kind of really appreciate our wellness point of view. And I get to market and talk to them all day long, which, which I love. Yeah. And, and I tell you, and, and we like your little dog there visiting us as well. Yes. <laughs> you know, certainly I think one of the big questions so many brands and, and the marketing and sales teams within those brands are asking themselves today is, you know, what is their Amazon strategy? And uh, the question can simply be, uh, what percent of our sales do we want to introduce on Amazon and move over to ultimately our own online shopping platform? Is, you know, Amazon, should they be a piece of the strategy? And if not, how are we going to ward them off? from a competition standpoint. So there's so much discussion happening out there right now. And and not only for retail and consumer product, by the way, but certainly B2B as well. And what we're going to talk about uh, throughout the next half hour or so is really ultimately differentiation when it comes to Amazon and how people um, really can stand out in in the marketplace. As we can imagine, Amazon is one of Guyam's biggest uh, competitors, and it is for many, many brands out there. Give us your take on ultimately the marketing climate as it relates to Amazon and, and what you're doing to combat that. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Amazon is the elephant to the room for, I think, most companies either. I think a lot of companies are kind of figuring out where they have to find their footing. Um, either you introduce your products into Amazon, which can be an amazing platform for your business, or you really stay away. And as the marketing climate as a whole is just keeping everybody on their toes right now. It's always evolving. And I feel like as soon as we think we have, have it, we don't. And so we have to be really nimble and shift, especially around Amazon, because they're the big boys. They can come in and take over and kind of they have the money to do things in advertising. So how do we compete in a way that Amazon can't? And for us, that's finding kind of unique options to market to our customer. How can we drive loyalty? Um, we can't always be the cheapest or the fastest to ship with Prime, but we can offer different things that Amazon just doesn't have the ability to on the scale that we can. Yeah. And, and I think it's a real gift uh, to a customer ultimately when the brand, when a brand uh, can pivot and really, um, you know, crack the code, if you will, on how to build loyalty outside of uh, the Amazon marketplace. And we're going to spend a lot of time uh, talking about that today. Give us the fundamentals. How are you positioning Gaim against an Amazon? That's a big question. So, I mean, it's interesting because we are competing against ourselves on Amazon. I mean, it's our business. So at the end of the day, it's as the business bottom line as a whole, it helps. But for the direct uh, D2C business, it's our biggest competitor. So we're finding ways where we can invest in channels um, that offer like a loyalty program. We're finding strategic partnerships that help drive people to our business. So whether it's for one of us is a yoga studio alliance, it's one of the biggest kind of yoga um, certification partner. So really partnering with people that let their audience know that your brand is the place to go, that we're going to offer them an experience, that we're going to listen to what they need. Um, because at the end of the day, Amazon is just a place to buy. You're not going to get anything else. So how can we show everyone that we are more than just a place to buy? Right. And I think that's where a lot of the, the brand loyalty uh, comes into play. And certainly, you know, special promotions, uh, you know, I'm a guy in fam and, and I know that uh, you've got flash sales and deals and, and all sorts of things that ultimately you can push out with the drop of a dime. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we can really look at inventory, we can look at margin and we can very quickly say, all right, we have this product that's moving really well. This week, we can do something for a deal of the day. We can do kind of these flash email only. And we can pivot really quickly if we need to make kind of some shift from either day to day or week to week. And that is really valuable for companies our size, smaller, bigger, compared to Amazon. They don't have that ability to quickly shift you know, once the horse is moving and it's kind of down the road, where for us, we can look at things and say, okay, let's step back. Let's offer a flash sale. Let's offer a few day free shipping. And those let us compete in a quick way where we, you know, bigger company doesn't have that option. 
That's right. And, and I think along the way, you have at, at, at least the well-marketed brands out there, I, I think, are really succeeding in creating a great uh, customer experience along the way. And that, I believe, is something um, that because of, of Amazon's size, they've lost a little bit of that personal touch. What are you doing to differentiate yourselves and really create experience uh, through, the, through the funnel? I mean, I think the customer experience is key to having a business. It doesn't start with research and end with a purchase. You know, we try to continually have conversations with our customers. We listen to what they're saying in reviews and when they reach out and social. So how can we take that feedback and apply it, whether it is with a promotion, a product adjustment um, that we can take back to our product team. We want to be more than just a yoga mat company to our customers. So how can we provide that? And then something else that we are really proud of is our content. We have really great content that we can put out that provides a customer experience that is unique. We're a destination rather than just a place to shop. Now, what are you doing to truly personalize um, that experience? So we are, we have been investing in a lot of really great tools as of late. We're on the Shopify platform, which if anyone is on there, they probably know and love it. And if you're not, I would look at it. So I'll plug for Shopify because it's awesome. But they have a really amazing set of applications that we can plug in. So we're investing in this tool that kind of lets us look to see who's coming to our site, how are they shopping, and then how can we serve up a a customized and personalized experience for them when they come back, when we email them. I mean, I think there's, we're really, this has been happening for a while, but it's no more just one size fits all for customers. We need to kind of look and see what are they needing? What are they looking for? And how can we do a better job of giving that to them when they're looking for it? Well, and, and I think one of the, the keys of personalization and a lot of what we're talking about from uh, the customer journey standpoint is ultimately it leads to the customer retention. I was recently reading a, a study of the inventors of the net promoter score, and they had uh, pushed out a bunch of research. I believe it's Frederick uh, Reichelden, perhaps. Um, but nonetheless, it, it, they were talking about the fact that increasing retention by just 5% increases profits by between 25 and 95 percent just retention by five percent and and this personalization um, that you talk about down the funnel is one of those ways that people can really achieve that yeah absolutely i mean it's a lot harder to acquire a customer than it is to keep them happy and to keep them coming back so i told that makes total sense if we can do things to keep them happy and to reward them it really is going to pay off. Well, and you guys have a very, very robust loyalty program as well. Talk to us about that. Yeah, absolutely. So we launched that a little over a year ago and it's been a wonderful way for us to say thank you to our customers and to reward the people who come back and shop over and over. So we have kind of a unique offering. We have our kind of normal consumer. They come in, they're buying one or two mats. Then we also have our B2B business. So we were trying to think, how can we reward both sets of customers for being loyal and for shopping with us? So 
we've done a lot with offering unique experiences, unique products as they have done, um, as they shop with us more and more, or if they've provide referrals, we also do a lot of like a gift card, surprise and delight offers for them. And that's a great way to say thank you. And then to get them to come back to our site to shop versus going somewhere like Amazon. Yeah, I think that's great. And then you have uh, quite a robust, I mentioned it earlier, blog as well, that ultimately uh, both channels, I believe, can really learn and grow within their own journey with yoga. Yeah, absolutely. We're really proud of our blog. We have tons and tons of content and it actually is an amazing traffic driver for us. So we have content on there, like how to meditate, how to start a yoga practice. And some of these are actually the top organic searches when somebody is searching how to meditate. So it's been a really wonderful way for people to discover Gaiam, but then a place for people to come back and keep having content that supports their yoga practice, their meditation practice. How do I um, have a detox? You know, we, the breadth of content on there is amazing, but it's a different offering than going somewhere like Amazon where you're just going to get the product. We can actually show you a workout. We can show you um, a stretch routine, things that support the product and give people something more um, to tap into around this wellness lifestyle. You know, it's so interesting. Uh, so many brands out there right now are really, really, I think, asking themselves how much content is needed. Um, and let's just say within the category of blogs for a minute with, you know, how much content ultimately is needed to really move someone down the funnel. And each potential customer has such a different experience and such a different need and, and tapping into that uh, with a litany of, of content available, I think is key for the success of any brand in the marketplace right now. Absolutely. It's not just somebody coming to visit our site one time and make a purchase. It's really fascinating to look and see how many times people are coming back. I mean, sometimes it's 20 times before they make a purchase and it's landing on a blog page. It's exploring. I mean, we have to have multiple touch points to drive them down the funnel. It's not always just coming in off search and one and done. Well, you've just illustrated a key point that Avocet talks about quite often, and, and you mentioned the number 20 times. We know today that most people need to interact with a brand 20 times before making a buying decision, before the brand is truly you know, branded within the mindset of the decision-making process. And you know, that's uh, a high number is 20 times with a very, very competitive uh, arena. It can be lower. Uh, in some situations, but you know, it is, and, and the only way to get there is by creating the micro moments that you've just illustrated. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really valuable and it gives us something and it gives us a conversation touch point every time somebody comes to the website and it gives them a place to come back again, 20 times or 10 times, however many times. And we want to be that place. So we're talking about ultimately how brands today can truly differentiate themselves from, you know, the Goliath of industry, Amazon, and a lot of the strategies ultimately to stay nimble, I think are really key for the smaller brands to ultimately differentiate and create that loyalty. Talk to us about some of the ways that Gaiam is staying uh, nimble in this highly competitive arena. Absolutely. So we 
kind of stepped back and we looked at some of the product sets that we have and how can we customize that so we created exclusive kits that they can only get on our website. So they might be able to get components of the kits on Amazon, but we were able to bundle them and discount them. So we've created a number of them. And these are really kind of unique, exclusive kits that they can only get on guyam.com or spray.com. And it gives them a discount and it gives them kind of a curated, thoughtful set, which is a unique offering for us that you cannot get on Amazon. In addition to that, we've launched a number of exclusive products. So these are, you know, exclusive products could be exclusive color ups for us, uh, an exclusive print. And this is really great because then we have something to take to our customer. We have something to take to the marketplace that Amazon doesn't have to offer. They're going to just have what everyone else is having. And we kind of hold back some special pieces for ourselves. So, you know, asking ourselves, what can we do differently? What are people already buying together? And what can we package to give them a better offering. So those are some things that we've done that have been really advantageous for our business and competing with Amazon. And certainly customer delight is a key to that. And and ultimately a lot of um, these experiences that you create and really lead to that delightful experience um, go viral on social media as well, which is always a key there. And we, you spend an, a, a huge amount of time making sure that you're surprising and, and creating you know, those happy aha moments for your customers. What are some of the strategies um, that you deploy there? So some of them can be as simple as doing, we've done a lot of mystery offers, which perform really well for our audience. It's mostly it'll go out to our email database and we'll have kind of three tiers of offers. So somebody can open an email and it'll say, you know, find out what your exclusive offer is and they'll get to check out and it's 35% off, which is such a surprise. And they're not going to find that discount on Amazon, but hopefully the discount is large enough that when they get to the cart, they're like, absolutely, I'm checking out. So that's been really fun. We've seen a lot of success with that. And we've done it for Halloween and we've done it for just different things that kind of play off different seasons. Um, Things that are also really special for surprise and delight, and this is not in kind of the marketing space, but this is in the customer service space, is when somebody reaches out, um, for example, we had somebody that could not find a product that had been discontinued. They loved it. They were searching high and low, and we actually went back to our kind of storage room in the headquarters, and we found one, and we sent it to her. So those things That's awesome really far for customers. They really do. And that's ultimately, you know, a strategy. We believe that there's the full funnel approach and acquisition, you know, awareness, um, you know, uh, acquisition uh, really happens in, in the middle of the funnel and then loyalty and referral happen at the bottom of the funnel. And that ultimately is how you create a customer for life with that repeat business. What are some other areas that you're really focusing in on there to make sure that you're, you're winning um, the battle of the bottom of the funnel. Yeah. So that, I mean, I think that is key and those are really simple things that we can execute and somebody's going to walk away with a great feeling. Um, but again, we going back to the loyalty program, that has been a great way for us to continue to do the surprise and delight. We can you know, pull a list of top engaged customers. We can pull a list of people who have kind of not repeated in a while and we can 
come up with a unique offering to send to them to hopefully re-engage them and drive them back. And then for people who have been purchasing, often we can do things like sending them a thank you gift card or doing a customer appreciation sale that really are focused on people who have already come in and are customers, but saying thank you to ask them to keep coming back. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's and, and I think the ask is important and providing them a reason to come back is more important. And you utilize some very, very cre- uh, create creative and unique. That's a combination um, of creative and unique, by the way, unique. Um, some very, very unique promotions, ultimately, to bring people back. You've talked about the mystery boxes, um, but you've also got yoga, the yoga mat blitz that you push out quite often. Yeah, so we tried this for the first time earlier in the year, and it was a great success. And what it was is for 24 hours, we offered our yoga mats for 20% off, which is kind of a normal sale. But what we said is if we sold a certain amount in that period, that we would increase the discount to 30% off, which is We almost never offer that. And so we asked people to share the cell, to forward emails, and we had an amazing response. So anyone that had purchased at the 20% off got refunded the difference. And then that was a kind of a way to spread the promotion without beyond what our kind of bubble of our reach was. So we got people engaged to kind of talk about the promotion and it was really great. So that was a fun one. Um, and then the mystery box is actually a little different than our mystery sales. So we started curating these collections, these boxes that had a um, unique set of products in there. They didn't know what they were buying, but they were such a huge I hit. would love something like that. <laughs> what a blast. We, we did the promotion as, you know, we were asking how can, again, this whole thing, how can we offer something different than Amazon? What's something unique we can do? Well, we can curate this beautiful set of products and then we promoted it and people loved them. And I was actually reading a really interesting article on Box the other day and Etsy was saying that in the first half of the year, they'd seen almost five hundred thousand searches for mystery boxes. And so this is something that a a company can offer in a way like we can come together, create a set, we can promote it and market it and and quickly do that. Whereas Amazon's not going to be able to say, all right, let's curate this beautiful assortment. Well, we can do that for customers and see what they like and adjust and do a different one next time. So that's been awesome. Yeah, I, I think it's fantastic. You know, going back to the funnel here for a second, and and really we're talking about how brands can differentiate when it comes to to Amazon. We've really keyed into a lot of very, very specific areas. We've talked about product to a certain extent, service, uh, channel differentiation, the relationship that ultimately you've got to create down the funnel, uh, reputation and image differentiation. Getting into price, it's not always an easy thing, but if you're creating more value along the way, price does not always have to be a barrier. Not at all. I mean, and and we, at the end of the day, aren't going to be able to compete with Amazon and price. So what can we offer and what value can we offer that goes above and beyond just price when someone's shopping? That's right. Now, making all this happen uh, takes a very, very well-oiled machine, bottom line. And, and I know that um, Guyam has an incredible internal marketing team. What do you do to make sure um, that you're all on the same page um, at the same time? We are 
we actually have a really small team, which is great, but I think the key is having everybody at the table as part of the conversation. So whether that is just our marketing team, we meet every week. Um, sometimes, you know, we're all just running over to each other's offices in between, but also having people from other departments to come in and have the conversation. That's when the real buy-in happens and not when things are happening in a silo. So that's been key for us. You know, if, if an issue is coming up, if a challenge is coming up, how can we present it and how can we all talk about it to find a solution? You know, and at, you know, at the end of the day as well, I mean, the, the icing on the cake, if you will, is ultimately, you know, achieving the goals, knowing that something works, um, also knowing that it doesn't work so that you can pivot uh, and make changes. And, and we can certainly all do that from a content and digital standpoint. Uh, what do you do to monitor along the way to really understand when something is or is not working? Yeah, absolutely. I think looking at, I mean, this is kind of probably goes across the board, but looking at conversion rate and repeat purchase rate are two kind of the top things. Did we see a bump in conversion? Did we see a lift? Did we see people coming back, especially around our kind of B2B business. This is really easy for us to measure. How are they coming back and purchasing? Um, But then looking at individual promotions or offers individually. So kind of doing a post-mortem after we've tried something new, after we've adjusted, after we've had a promotion and look to see, okay, how did this stack up in comparison to the other things that we've done? What kind of revenue did this drive? And then that kind of clearly gives us an idea of this worked and this didn't. And then we can take that and adjust and shift for next time we're running a similar promotion. So that has been some of the key ways that we've looked at different things we've done to see if they're working or if, or if not. Brittany Vriesman, we appreciate you sharing all those key insights with us today. Again, um, Amazon does not have to scare people off. It's a matter of how you differentiate and really pony up at the table, offering unique experiences and offers along the way, create those customers for life. Thank you so much for your appearance on the Integrate and Ignite podcast. Thank you. This episode is complete, but the inspiration has just begun. Head over to avocetcommunications.com for show notes and more aha moments. Tune in regularly to ignite your integrated business and marketing strategies with Lori Jones and the Integrate and Ignite podcast.